In today's prevalent culture, the institution of the family and faith are under attack. With absolute confidence in the grace and power of God, we at Forming Faithful Families, whose primary mission is strengthening families in the faith, have been inspired to put out into the deep, see Luke 5:4, to do our part to turn this tide. Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton, is a faithful and trustworthy weekly radio program in service to the new evangelization, saturated with scripture and containing teaching, reflections, anecdotes, and encouragement pertaining to our Catholic faith, with a substantial focus on marriage and family life faith formation. Welcome to Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. The theme of our program today, part two of Catholic Church Teaching and Practical Tips to Make Your Marriage Even Better. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, own us, possess us, teach us, move us, heal us in Jesus' name. The love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, who has been given us. Romans 5, 6. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, what if, as is not uncommon, you and your spouse are not currently on the same page spiritually? Please. Accept and love your spouse unconditionally. Do not lament that something is allegedly terribly wrong. See God's providence in this situation. Lead by your witness of charity. Don't harp on your spouse, for example, to hurry up and catch up with where you supposedly are at spiritually. You see, the unbelieving husband is made one with the saints through his wife and the unbelieving wife is made one with the saints through her husband. 1 Corinthians 7.14 Trust that our blessed Lord Jesus will most certainly see to the sanctification of your spouse in his time and his way. As we have just read, God has promised. I heard somewhere that the most intimate thing a husband and wife can do together, even more so than sexual relations, is to pray. And that this idea can be frightening, especially to men. Yes, I do understand that this can be difficult to embark on, praying together. All I can suggest is to get past the fears, reservations, and excuses, and begin praying together. If someone were to tell you that there was something you could do for as little as five minutes per day to virtually assure that your marriage would last unto death. Wouldn't you do it? Well, this is it. Pray together daily. Like anything, once you begin, it will become easier. And of course, in addition to praying together, may I suggest that we live as Catholics the Eucharistic life and receive the sacraments, and be open to life according to our possibilities, but with trust in God. If you do these things, it is almost unheard of that you will ever 
go through a divorce. Marriage is not a couple, but it is a trinity. The third person is God, husband, wife, God. We need to allow God to be an integral part of our marriage for it to be healthy. You see, God is infinitely concerned about your marriage, about my marriage. It is intriguing that the first public miracle Jesus performed was at a wedding in Cana. See John 2. Mary points out, and she is always attentive to the details. They have no wine. John 2.4. Perhaps we could take this to mean, Jesus, this couple does not yet have you, Jesus, in their marriage. Therefore, they have no life. They don't have you. So, Jesus gets intimately involved. As he's intimately involved in your life, he changes water into wine, a sign of the Eucharist to come. You see, a couple without Jesus is like bland water. But Jesus gives this couple himself. He gives life to them and to their marriage. Their marriage now takes on a transcendent value, as can mine, as can yours as well. Here's a beautiful quote from Familiaris Consortio 57. The Eucharist is the very source of Christian marriage. The Eucharistic sacrifice, in fact, represents Christ's covenant of love with the church, sealed with his blood on the cross. In the sacrifice of the new and eternal covenant, Christian spouses encounter the source from which their own marriage covenant flows, is interiorly structured and continuously renewed. As a representation of Christ's sacrifice of love for the church, the Eucharist is a fountain of charity. So what are some practical means for vivifying a marriage, giving life to a marriage? New life. Program in time to talk. This is a busy age we live in. We must have a strong, uncompromising will in regard to a well-ordered and informed hierarchy of values. We cannot permit lesser important things to overwhelm and eliminate our time to talk with our spouse. Actually schedule in a time to talk each day for an appropriate period of time and develop habits along these lines. This could include perhaps taking time to unwind together with a glass of wine or some ice cream after the children are in bed or to take a walk together. Learn to listen. Don't try to dominate the conversation. Our spouse often just wants to be listened to. We also recommend having a date night, perhaps every week or two, so husband and wife can get out together alone without the children for dinner or some other enjoyable activity. We should greet our spouse with warmth and love. For example, when he or she returns home from work, rather than beginning to unload the problems of the day on him or her at that special moment, if the other spouse needs to or decides to unload their problems from the day, we should allow this alleviation of tension by listening patiently and helping where possible with a supportive word or action. 
humility, charity, and patience are indispensable virtues. Dear Jesus, please increase these virtues in me. We should try to make our home as best we can an oasis of peace and respite. A spouse will never perfect the other by criticizing and by pointing out the other's faults. It is best to look in the mirror on a daily basis and work on the perpetual plank in one's own eye. See Matthew 7.4. And for me, I usually find a redwood tree there. Betterment of the other spouse will primarily be accomplished through the efficacy of the graces merited through prayer, sacrifice, and one's personal example. This is not to say that one should never charitably correct his or her spouse, but this should be rare. And it needs to be understood that it is not the primary and most effective way of bettering the marriage. When we fail in charity, we should be quick to humbly say, we are sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive, forgive, and forgive some more. Forgiveness is essential in a marriage. And forgive swiftly and do your best to forget offenses. Nothing good will ever come from dwelling on and reliving resentment and bitterness over offenses. View thoughts of this nature as you would any temptation toward sin or evil. Reject such thoughts and temptations by immediately pushing them out with prayer, by crowding them out, by allowing the Holy Spirit to fill you. We should never abuse the spirit of our family by criticizing or complaining about our spouse to others. We should be loyal and defend our family and spouse, always speaking well of them and holding them in esteem. Yes, loyalty, loyalty, and more loyalty between husband and wife. Don't hang your dirty laundry out. Marriage calls for a delicate charity and attention to detail. It calls for a profound unity and esprit de corps. We should praise our spouse and say, I love you often. When's the last time you said to your spouse, I love you? You looked your spouse in the eye and said, I love you, and gave him or her a beautiful kiss and a hug. Some things to try to work on, not easy, but we should try to demonstrate our love with a consistent special look or facial expression of love toward our spouse. The tone of our voice should also console our spouse with our love and our esteem. Our entire demeanor and countenance should exude our love for our spouse. It is best to learn to acquiesce to the preference of our spouse in the non-essentials, especially as men. This calls for God's ready help to live all these things consistently. We should pray for and cooperate with this grace. Jesus, help me. Marriage calls for generosity, service, and sacrifice with constancy. Very importantly, we should pray for and offer sacrifices on a daily basis for our spouse. The little daily things are important, not just the rare big epic opportunities. We should never underestimate the graces and help 
that will be one for our spouse through these means. Put God first, then your spouse, and then your children. If you put God first, your marriage will be fortified beyond your expectations. To have a strong, loving marriage is the best gift a couple can give to their children. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families. Our website is formingfaithfulfamilies.com. You can email us at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com. That's formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com. Faithful Families is now offering our 15-episode video series on DVD, filmed in stunning high definition with a free downloadable Small Faith Discussion Group Program Guide. We hope that you will consider purchasing, implementing, and promoting this video series at the personal and small group level. Forming Faithful Families is a faithful and trustworthy parish-based and small faith community program for marriage and family life faith formation in service to the new evangelization pertaining to the Catholic faith. Listen to this recommendation. Firmly grounded in the teaching of the Catholic Church, sacred scripture, and the wisdom of the saints, with this series, James and Kathleen offer a thirsty world a refreshing and satisfying drink. It also makes a great gift with eternal benefits for both the giver and the receiver. To order your DVD set today, visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. That's formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. Faced with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, James Littleton came to more profoundly cherish what matters most, his relationship with God and his family. Through numerous courses of chemotherapy and an eventual bone marrow transplant, James was able to share his strong faith with God with others undergoing difficult times. Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities highlights the principles this father of 19 relied on. James found many forms of healing that come through trials. Find consolation, encouragement, and helpful insights for your own struggles. Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities offers inspiration and faith-building reminders of the God who offers so much that we may truly live. Seize hope to overcome your own difficulties in this uplifting account of one man's fascinating, self-reflective, and inspirational journey with cancer. Order your copy at formingfaithfulfamilies@gmail.com at gmail.com or request it from your local Catholic or secular bookstore. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com, and we continue with Episode 2, Catholic Church Teaching and Practical Tips to Make Your Marriage Even Better. Embrace your crosses together. A couple grows closer through carrying the cross together. Manifested in the various difficulties, challenges, crises, illnesses of life, even in the death of loved ones. The cross is the enduring superglue that bonds the spouses together like two soldiers that have supported each other, suffered, and fought side by side in fulfilling their duty, even unto death. 
When one spouse is weak, the other should be strong. God is always there to help. There are many graces showered upon a married couple through the sacrament of marriage. These graces can always be called upon for strength and assistance. God is with you. Although both spouses are equal, the husband is the spiritual head of the family. He should not be afraid to lead and make decisions. He should be a man of strength, but gentleness. He keeps in mind that his wife is the heart of the family, and a head is no good without a heart. As a matter of fact, a head without a heart is a dead head. A good husband praises his wife and reassures her. He protects her from worry the best he can. He recognizes her moods and accepts them. He is attentive to detail. He surprises her with flowers and candy, even when there's no special occasion. I must admit that, personally, I buy my own favorite candy for my wife, Kathleen, as it is commonly understood that the children and I get to eat most of it. Oh well, it's the thought that counts, right? The father of a family, the father of a family, is indispensable. He leads, he serves, he is the head of the family, but in the sense that he is the head to the degree that he serves and sacrifices. He is the living, active image of Jesus on the cross to his wife and children. Husbands should love their wives just as Christ loved the church and sacrificed himself for her to make her holy. Ephesians 5, 25-26 We'll move to a discussion now on the unity and indissolubility of marriage from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, 1644. The love of the spouses requires, of its very nature, the unity and indissolubility of the spouse's community of persons, which embraces their entire life. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. They are called to grow continually in their communion through day-to-day fidelity to their marriage promise of total mutual self-giving. This human communion is confirmed, purified, and completed by communion in Jesus Christ, given through the sacrament of matrimony. It is deepened by lives of the common faith and by the Eucharist received together. End of quote. The Church proclaims the profound truth that marriage is indissoluble. Like Jesus, whose bride is the Church, we are called to stay with our spouse, to stay with our spouse until death. This commitment becomes attainable with the graces that are always available for the asking, for the taking, from the sacrament of marriage. You see, if God asks something of us, if he asks something of you, he always gives you the help you need to complete your mission. Marriage can be challenging in many ways. 
but we need more finishers in the world, finishers in the world. Jesus did not desert his mission when the going got tough. He expected it to be tough, and he embraced it. He embraced his cross. No, I'm not saying your spouse is a cross, but we can be a, a, a cross to our spouse at times. It is true. The gift and graces of the sacrament of marriage are always there to help. God is with you. He's always there to help. Jesus will never, he will never abandon us to fend for ourselves. He is always there helping us along the journey. I think that serious adversities encountered in life give us a greater appreciation for our spouse. We experience how when one suffers, so does the other out of a deep empathy, deeper than any human bond, because we have truly become one. Yes, you and your spouse are one. You are bonded. And a special word for men, since I'm one of you. Our wives and children need us, faults and all. We are irreplaceable. Let's be the noble knights God wants us to be and stick with our wives no matter what. And that means no exceptions. Never leave your family. You are needed. God made us men inherently warriors of a sort. Just watch young boys playing how they will quite naturally turn sticks into pretend guns or swords. We should channel the fight that is in us to love, to sacrifice for, and to protect our wives and family through thick and thin. It is God to whom we made a vow when we became united in marriage with our wives. And children need their fathers on numerous levels. For one, he has the God-appointed mission of being the spiritual and moral leader of the family. Happy are those who fear the Lord, who walk in the ways of God. What your hands provide, you will enjoy. You will be happy and prosper like a fruitful vine, your wife, within your home. Like olive plants, your children round your table. Just so will they be blessed who fear the Lord. Psalm 128, 1-4. And wives are called to be the heart, the heart of their families, and to never give up. Wives never give up. When a heart stops beating, the body dies. When the mom, the wife, chooses not to be present, loving and serving the family, the body of the family becomes decimated. Be right back. You'll find a little bit of yesterday that will delight you today at the Family Hearth General Store, a nonprofit ministry of forming faithful families in historic Frankfort, Illinois. The 1870s style old storefront honors home, faith, and family life, featuring vintage wares and unique gifts for special family occasions. From Victorian replicas, vintage decor, quilts, candles, antique samplers, and jewelry, to unique books, hand-milled soaps, old-time candy, ice cream, and bottles of pop, you'll find a warm welcome here 
around the family hearth. A cozy fireplace, fresh gourmet coffees, and teas await your visit. So come, sit a spell. Find us on the main street of Frankfurt at 119 Kansas Street and be sure to visit the online store at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Like us on Facebook or give us a call at 708-334-1988. Thank you for listening to Forming Faithful Families. You listen to us to find ways to strengthen your family in the faith and to better live out your role as Catholic parents. Please help us help you. We appreciate your prayers and a donation to help support this program. Any donation will be a blessing. You can also become one of Forming Faithful Families partners with a monthly donation. It's easy. Visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com and click on the donate link. There you'll find our mailing address to send a check or use the PayPal button to make a secure donation. You can even call Forming Faithful Families to make a donation at 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. Forming Faithful Families is a 5013C charitable organization. Click on the donate link at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. See and support the entire scope of our ministry. Help us help you with your prayers and a donation as we're Forming Faithful Families. We would like you, our listeners, to know that James and Kathleen Littleton of Forming Faithful Families are available individually or as a couple nationally as speakers. They offer talks, retreats, and workshops on a variety of Catholic themes. James and Kathleen can be reached with questions or speaking engagement requests at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. Visit their website at www.formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. You can email us at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com. And we return to our theme, Catholic Church Teaching and Practical Tips to Make Your Marriage Even Better. I invite you in your prayer to try to often return to the fond and true memory of your spouse when you first met and on your wedding day. He or she is still that same lovable person. Perhaps life has presented many challenges you did not expect back then, but you have come through these together. Together! You are bonded, and the providential fire of your tribulations and your love has forged you into the one body you are today, and that is a beautiful thing. So then, what God has united, man must not divide. Mark 10, 9-10 Never let anyone or any inferior thing tear you and your spouse asunder. You see, God is with you. God is one with you. God is love. Your marriage is love. And love endures whatever comes. It does not come to an end. See 1 Corinthians 13. Let's be thankful to God for the gift of our spouse. May we be one with them in time and eternity. Let me tell you, believe this. You are so good at heart. Why do I say that? Well, because God made you that way. 
You are his masterpiece in the making. All will be well. All will be well with your marriage. Count on it. Just ask Jesus for his help, and he will help you through anything. You see, when we have Jesus, we have everything. Everything. There are many splendid ways to pray, but for your consideration, I offer a transforming prayer for married couples. I have seen profound results at marriage retreats, which I've been privileged to lead. Consider this prayer as a gift to you and your beloved spouse. You are invited to use it in prayer together frequently. Be sure to pray slowly, to embrace or hold hands, and to look into each other's eyes as much as possible as you pray this. Yes, you can do it. And don't be afraid to talk with each other at length before or better yet after praying this prayer together. Just talk for the sake of talking and be present to one another. So visit our website at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. You'll find the prayer there entitled Married Couples Prayer on that page. Feel free to copy and print it and to use it on a regular basis. Please visit our website, Forming Faithful Families. You can contact us there. You can call us at 708-334-1988. God love you. You have been listening to Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton. Visit their website, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Email them at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988.